the mysterious visitor. It was an emergency meeting of all the Freem's members. As we squinched into the mad boardroom, I could tell that there was a serious problem. Old man Harding was the first to speak to the assembled mass. I'm afraid I have some bad news. Julian Mantle suffered a severe heart attack in count yesterday. While he was arguing the Air Atlantic case, he is currently in the intensive care unit. But his physicians have informed me that his condition has now stabilized and he will recover. However, Julian has made a decision, one that I think you will all must know. He has decided to leave our family and to give up his law practice. He will not be returning to Freem. I was shocked. I knew he was having his share of troubles, but I never thought he would quit. As well, after all that we had been though, I thought he should have had the countercy to tell me this personally. He wouldn't even let me see him at the hospital. Every time I dropped by the nurses had been instructed to tell me that he was sleeping and could not be disturbed. He even refused to take my telephone calls. Maybe I reminded him of the life he wanted to forget. Who knows? I'll tell you one thing though it hurt. The whole episode was just over three years ago. Last I heard Julian had headed off to India on some kind of expedition. He told one of the partners that he wanted to simplify his life and that he needed some answers and hoped he would find them in the mysterical land. He had sold his mansion, his plane and his private island. He had even sold his Ferrari. Julian Mental is an Indian yogi, I thought. The law works in the most mysterious of the ways. As those three years passed, I changed from an overworked young lawyer to a jaded, somewhat cynical old lawyer. My wife Jenny and I had a family. Eventually, I began my own search for meaning. I think it was having kids that did it. They fundamentally changed the way I saw the world and my role in it. My dad said it is the best when he said, John, on your deathbed, you will never wish you spent more time at the office. So I started spending a little more time at home. I settled into a pretty good if ordinary existence. I joined a rotary club and played golf on Saturdays to keep my partners and clients happy. But I must tell you, in my quiet moments, I often thought of Julian and wondered what had he become of his three years since we had unexpectedly parted the company. Perhaps he had settled down in India, a place so diverse that even a restless soul like his could mad his home. Or maybe he was trekking through Nepal, scuba diving off the Caymans, or one thing 
was certain he had not returned to the legal profession no one had received even a postcard from him since he left from the self imposed exile from the law a knock off on my door about 2 months ago offered the first answer to some of my question i had just met with my last client on gradually day when uh, genuine my brainly legal assistant approved uh, uh, her head into my small elegantly furnished office there's someone uh, here to see you john uh, he says it's urgent and that he will not leave until he speak with you i'm on my way out to the door genuine i replied uh, patiently uh, i am going to grab a bite to eat before finishing off the hamilton brief i don't have time to see anyone right now tell him to make an appointment uh, like everyone else and call security if he gives you any more trouble but he says he really needs to see you he refuses to take for any answer for an instant i considered calling security myself but uh, realizing that this might be some one in need i assumed more forgiving posture okay send him in i retreated i probably could use the business anyway the door to my office opened slowly as at last it swung fully open revealing a smiling man in his mid 30s he was tall lean and muscular radiating a abundance of vitality and energy he reminded me of those perfect kids i went to law school with from perfect families from with perfect houses perfect cars and perfect skin but there but there was more to my visitor than his youthful good looks an underlying peace a peacefulness gave him an almost divine presence and his eyes piercing blue eyes that sliced clear through me like the razor meeting the supple flesh of the fresh fleshed adolescent anxious about his first shave another hot spot lawyer gunning for my job i thought to myself good grief why is he just standing there looking at me i hope wasn't his wife i represented on the big divorce case i won last week maybe he calling security wasn't such a silly idea at all the young man continued to look at me much as the smiling buddha might have looked upon his pupil after a long moment of uncomfortable silence he spoke in surprisingly commanding tone is this how you treat all your visitors john even those who taught you everything you know about the science of the success in the court i should have kept my trade secret to myself uh, he said uh, his full lips covering into my mighty green a strange sensation tickled the pit of my stomach i immediately recognized that rapsy honey smooth voice my heart started to pound julian is that you i can't believe it is that really you the loud la- the loud laugh of the visitor confirmed my suspicions the young man standing before me was none other than the long lost yogi of india julian mental i was dazed but his incredible transformation gone was the ghost like complication a sicky cough and lifeless eyes of my former colleague gone uh, was the elderly appearance and the morbid expression 
that had become his personal trademark instead the man in front of me appeared to be peak health his lineless uh, face growing radiantly his eyes were bright offering a window into the, his extraordinary vitality perhaps even more astounding was the sincerity sen- that the julian excluded i felt ave entirely peaceful just sitting there staring at him he was no longer the annexious type a senior partner of the leading law firm instead the man before me was a youthful vital and smiling model of change